Hey everyone and welcome to the Philip Show. Listen, I am so excited today. I was getting ready. My guest is here and I forgot my coffee, but we're going to be all right. So listen, the spotlight on LGBTQ plus entertainment has exploded with such artists as Todrick Hall and Lil Nas X. And we've all heard of them. In addition, the art of drag continues to captivate an audience worldwide with the help of shows like RuPaul's Drag Race and even more. So known for her dynamic performances as an entertainer, her impeccable style both on and off the stage and her positive impact in the LGBTQ plus community and here to talk about all things drag, drama, and dreams, please welcome to the show, Nikki Diamond Simone. Nikki! Hello, Philip. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful, how are you? I am doing excellent. I am so, 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 so glad you are here. You look wonderful. I love everything that's going on there. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are welcome, you are welcome. So, so I want people to just to get a glimpse of you and figure out, you know, who is Nikki? Diamond Simma. Where are you from? Let's start there. Where are you from? I am originally from Youngstown, Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, a small town. Oh, yeah. Ain't I'm, much there anymore. Listen, <laughs> so, so me and Nikki are both from Ohio. And yes. I'll just, you know, I'll just break the ice for both of us. We go way, way back. Way yes, back. we do. Way, way back. back. And one of the things that is so interesting to me is your confidence and your sense of who you are. You know, on this show, we talk a lot about journeys and mm -hmm. um, everybody has a story. Have you always been as confident as you are today? Um, yes and no. Okay. Um, there was moments where, I, you know, where I've always felt confident and there was moments where I didn't feel confident. Mm. So, um, at a younger age in this industry, I knew that I could, knew I had the talent, mm -hmm. and I knew I I knew I could do this. Mm -hmm. And there were some moments where I didn't feel as confident as if I could, but I'm very confident now. <laughs> yes, yes, you're. Well, and and just let the people know you just came off of winning a great title. What is your new title? Uh, my new title is Miss Atlanta Grand Diva. Mm -hmm. which is a uh, pageant here in, uh, in Atlanta um, that showcases talent. Um, the owner's name is David Wright. And he has, um, he brought the pageant, but he hadn't had a pageant, but I think it was like seven years since he had the pageant. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of great formers who are icon in the industry. Um, Monica Van Pelt, Taji Mond, Ray Saunders, just to name a few, wow. um, are formers. And it's just a great pageant you know, to represent the city. I know a lot of people, you know, drag seems to be like the big thing. You know, with RuPaul's Drag Race, all of a sudden it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And people were just like, oh, there's this thing called drag. But drag has been here for a very long time. A lot of people ask me in some of the shows, they don't understand what the draw is to want to perform or to want to entertain. Why is drag so important to so many people? I think drag is important to a lot of people because those people who have creativity or creative minds who wanted to express themselves couldn't, there wasn't always avenues for them to express themselves in mainstream, you know, saying mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's not easy just to get there. Mm -hmm. 
and they created avenues and the community created avenues and entertainment for themselves. Mm. And that really that's how drag got started, you know, for the community, for us, you know, in our clubs, for us to be able to entertain. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And um, now once heterosexual, the heterosexual community got a hold of it and, and realized that the money that can be made off of this because this is wonderful entertainment. Mm. And now we're here to where drag is very mainstream. Right, because all of a sudden what was taboo was now accepted because it's all of a sudden it's celebrated. Social. It's celebrated now. I, I, I hear in Atlanta, I work at a, a show bar, a show, a dinner theater, mm-hmm. it's a dinner theater restaurant called Lips Atlanta. Um, and 95% of our clientele is straight people and probably about 97% is straight women. Um, huh. That comes to, and we are sold out weekly. We're open from Wednesday through Sunday. And these people love drag. Why, why, why? Why do people love it? They, they could tell me more about RuPaul Drag Race <laughs> that, I, that I know. Yeah, yeah. They know everybody. They, you know, and it's just amazing to hear their stories over there and how they're just captivated by the entertainment. And I think they enjoy it because they have this, they're seeing people be themselves mm. and enjoy doing it. Do you think, you know, and it's not harming nobody, mm. it's actually giving you a happy emotion, it's making you have a happy feeling. I've seen people come in here one way and be like, oh, I don't know. But by the time it's over, they're de- darn near on the table dancing, you know, <laughs> just having a good time, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it, it's I've seen it, so. What is the experience like? Because you're backstage and, you know, you live it. You go, because you, you're bivocational, if you will. You go mm-hmm. to work and then you go, um, you're, uh, you're, you work in retail, right? Yes. You're a retail expert. And, and then you go and do shows uh, at the dinner theater. And I know that people love watching Dragon, but I know there's also another reality too, because you know sometimes the people who are performing, it's happy in those moments, but everybody's not accepting all day long and in all walks of life and in every single situation. What is it like to have that outlet, but for some who are performing, know that that's really the only opportunity they may get to really be themselves? Is that difficult? Um, I would assume for them that it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's in my dressing room. I think everybody's confident in who they are mm-hmm. in the dressing room. We, my cast, because we live in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a it's a different type of atmosphere here. Yeah. We we basically the LBGT run the city. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> you know, so right. Everywhere you go, you see LBGT. You see a a a, a, a blend of people. Mm. So I here that's a hard question to ask because we don't experience. Ah, that's interesting. Here. Yeah, that's interesting because I know when I was um, when I was talking to someone, they were they were making mention that they enjoyed performing 
because they couldn't be that person outside of in the evening or outside mm -hmm. of, you know, outside of that. And we were talking about kind of the duality of life. You know, it's like, I really get to be myself after 10 o'clock. And mm -hmm. then, you know, life is totally different for me throughout, you know, the daytime. And I think a lot of people, you're talking about heterosexual people. I think a lot of people don't get the duality sometimes. You know, they don't get the struggle with the glamor. Right, yes, yes. I have been there where it was like that before. I've been mm -hmm. in cities where it was, you know, very taboo and, you know, you couldn't be yourself in the daytime, but here, not anymore. You, you, you said we run this city. You can be whoever you want to be here, honey. <laughs> and go, and go where, and go wherever, wherever you want to go. Right, and there's that, and, that, and that's beautiful, and there's, and, and there's you know, beautiful, and there's, there's freedom in that. Yeah, I want to, I want to talk to you about pageants because you are queen of the glam. You're queen of the lip sync. You know, you, I mean, it's just hands down your pageant. I saw, I saw your, um, your talent, and I was like, you better just stand there and win. You better. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so it was glamorous. It was um, it was expertise. What makes somebody? Because I know you judge pageants as well. What mm. makes somebody? Because you know, there's going to be people watching you talking about. Oh, I want to hear some nuggets that she's going to drop here. Okay. What makes somebody um, excellent? What makes you good? What What is it that people look for when they say, "I'm going to judge you," and this is what you should bring to the table, or your package should be this? I think in um, preparing for pageants, if you want to put your, um, you want to strive for excellence, mm -hmm. you know, you you want to, for me, for, okay, for my experience, it took me to lose a lot to know how to learn how to win. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Some people come out winning out the gate and that's their their story and wonderful for them. But for me, it took me to learn how to lose when and why I was losing. Mm. And in pageantry, you need to pay attention to the details. Detailing is Detail. so important. Um, at this, at, like I told somebody before, in this time, in this day and age, everybody has access to everything now. Mm. It's so easy. But before, in years before, you didn't have access. Some people had access. You had to go to this person to get rhinestones. You had to go to this person to get a beaded dress. Now you can just go get whatever you want yourself. Mm. So everybody has access to rhinestones, beaded dresses, beautiful hair, this person, this person, this person, that Basically person. Basically what you're saying is there's no excuse. Yeah, so there's no excuse. And then everybody <laughs> now, everybody now is spending money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It costs a lot of money to compete. So everybody's spending money. Everybody has access to everything. So now what you have to do to set yourself apart is become more creative mm -hmm. and learn how to outclass your competition, outstage your competition on the stage because everybody have on beautiful dresses. Mm -hmm. Everybody brought a, a, a good talent. Mm -hmm. But now you have to realize what can you do, strive to set yourself apart and use what you are strong at as your advantage? How important is character? You know, there's- um... Character is extremely important. I was at a pageant last night. Oh. Uh, Miss Sweetheart International. Um, and I was watching the pageant mm -hmm. I uh, from, Sportswear, I didn't see presentation, but I saw sportswear talent 
down and um, question. Everybody had a show-stopping evening gown. I loved every evening gown. It was four girls that came out there. Mm -hmm. But the girl who won the category, her character, her stage mm. presence, overpowered mm. the other beautiful girl's gowns because she had an ambiance and a presence about herself. Presence. Yeah. And she, her confidence is, you felt her confidence. And that's what set you aside. And Pat, when I just said you have to learn how to outclass your mm -hmm. competition, she out. Does, does class, and I'm asking questions because people I know are going to ask, does class equal beauty? No. You have to remember that in drag, it's still all about a show. Mm. We still pay money to come see a show. Even though you've done talent, I still need you to perform in sportswear. I still need you to perform in evening gown. And I still need you to perform in presentation. I still need to feel a show. Mm. Some people think that just putting on some nice clothes and coming out there and everything fit. No, baby, give me a show. Tell me what the, this is drag. Mm. I want all that. You know, all. You want the drama? Sell it to me. Got it. Sell it to me. And that's what some set you aside from people. Yeah, because I can see a lot of people stereotypically, you know, it's like, well, all you have to do is be pretty, you know, and I know that there's a lot of different standards of beauty within or without the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. But, you know, there's all these standards of beauty. And some people are like, well, I'm not pretty enough to be in a pageant. I'm not this enough to be in a pageant. But what you're saying is that it's a package. Yes, it's a package. And don't get me wrong, pretty helps for some yeah. people. Oh, that's why I need my, my coffee. I, I need my coffee. <laughs> it helps. Yeah. But it's, it's still a total package. I've also seen pretty lose. Mm. No. So the, that's, it, that's, it, that's how we want to yeah. describe it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. What is it about, um, because I know that balls are really big now, and I know that the ballroom scene and pageant, this pageant scene are two different scenes. What is yes. it about pageants? And you mentioned them being expensive. Why do people go keep going back if it's so expensive? Is there like a community, a, a family element that you want to be a part of this particular family? Why keep going if it's, it's so a expensive? It's, it's, it's a competition. People mm. like competition. Mm. So it's just it's just different. It's it's a different way that people like to compete. Mm -hmm. You know, people spend a lot of money in them dog competitions on them dogs. Yes, they do. They spend a lot of money in the horse competition on them on them horses, getting them prepared and groomed. So to win a competition, they don't always win. So yes. you, it's it's people like to gamble, and I think it's just wherever you whatever lane you in. <laughs> Whatever yeah, it, you're attracted to is what you're going to invest for you, your money been, to your hobbies. And you've been entertaining. A lot of people can um, look and say, oh, she's fantastic. I'm going to start and I'm going to be that fantastic, perhaps. But you've been performing for quite some time. Yes. 
You've been performing for, for quite so you've become seasoned at 25 this. years. Yeah, 25 years, 26 years. Yeah, 25, 26 years. And I also know, listen, I got this little tidbit that you were honored in the Vision and Community Foundation Black Tie Gala Royal Imagination, um, the Revolution of Fashion and Style. You were honored there. Yes, I was down at City Hall. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. So you <laughs> Thank do, you. Absolutely. So people recognize you for more than just pageants and more than, you know, more than just drag. I want to ask you about the um, the LGBTQ plus community in general. You okay. know, it's been under, I don't want to say scrutiny, but it's been in people's mouths. It's been in conversations a lot. A lot of things have um, gotten better, but then there also is still much work to do. And I know you live in Atlanta and a lot of things are different down there, but mm -hmm. where would you like to see the LGBTQ plus community improve? Um, what, what, one of the main things I would like to see improve is just with our our hate within our own community, mm. our division within our within ourselves, mm. um, and I I think because of the way that we've always been we've been structured since we were brought over here. <laughs> mm. Catch it, y'all. Go ahead. Division has always just been a part of our, our lives, no matter in what capacity, you know. Yeah, because that's what we've been taught. We, mm. we were divided. <laughs> yeah and it's just it's like those to me it's like those generational curses that just keep going and keep going and keep going and corner until we break it or mm -hmm. it's just going to continue mm. um so i would love to see us come together but you know we have so much hate within ourselves you know yeah and those i think it's a, it's a lot of insecurities people have a lot of insecurities and until people can get over that i don't really see we can keep trying to change as much as we can and get somebody to pay with realize of their insecurities, but you're gonna do it one by one. Yeah. What would you say that you are because it's been a journey, what would you say that has changed for the positive the most? What you've seen the out of twenty-five years of doing shows, out of all of this, what has changed the most that has the most positive impact? I think um far as drag it has now become where it can it, where it was it's always been an income but now it's a more mainstream income you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. everybody likes to see drag shows well majority of people like to see they enjoy drag shows or you know you have straight people who love to go see drag shows you have blacks whites ages everybody loves to pizza drag and now drag is is now exploding not just Worldwide, you have drag race over in Canada, Australia, London. You know, so, so you know, it's it's becoming mainstream as a great source of entertainment. Mm. Yeah. Um. As a whole, I would just like to see it. I just want people to be able to live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think we put too much pressure on other people's business. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And that's really what it is. You're too concerned with my business that don't shouldn't should not affect you. You know who people lay down with mm. should not affect the next person. I don't care how how you do it, straight, gay, or whatever, bisexual, whoever you go to bed with should never affect the next person's thought. Mm. 
I know in a lot of your, um, I know in a lot of your, your, your numbers, you do a lot of gospel. Is yeah. spirituality and religion, is that important to you? Spirituality, spirituality is religious, not. Mm. Um, religion, I, I, you know, for me, I'm spiritual. Okay. I'm not religious. Mm. What's the difference? I think religion is taught. Mm. Religion is taught. Huh. Spiritual is something that you feel and you know. It's an emotion. It's it's a, it's a, it's something. It's a it's a it's a revelation. You know, there's you know I know there's a God. I know there's a higher power. Do I feel like He had all those religions because everybody, all those religious beliefs mm -hmm. that people like to put in religion? No. Yeah. Not and you say He's the God that He is. Oh, so, so it's it's kind of like hypocritical. You can't say yeah. this and that at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. You can't mm. tell me this is the God of love and then he'll turn around and do this to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. No. Yeah, and, I, and I've and I've heard that same kind of dichotomy from people. Mm. Like, you know, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm spiritual, but something's a little bit off with how you're presenting, you know, this. It, you know, it's 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 like this. We were giving people like to use the Bible. And this is this is my beliefs. Mm -hmm. People like to use the Bible. I grew up on the Bible, so I know it. I've read it back for backward fours and stuff, and just for it and grew up Church of God in Christ, and so I I know what we were taught. But mm -hmm. I also know God gave me common sense, mm -hmm. and these are stories mm -hmm. of first of all, science is real. Mm -hmm. Some of this stuff don't even make no sense. Don't even seem past the possible that could even really actually happen. We're gonna say it, then, okay? Right. But these are people's stories that they told you. Got you. <laughs> Got you. We don't know if these stories are true. You want to believe it is. You have the faith that you just want to believe in this. Right. But we don't know if this is true. Mm. Because again. Somebody wrote this and told you this and passed it down. Mm. Where do you um, now, you know, even after all of these years, even after all of this confidence, because you've gone through a lot of health changes too, you know, yes, so, I have. you know, so, and I don't know if you, you want to share, but what, talk about? <laughs> but what, what happened? Okay. So, um, I just think over the years of my body, I had to have a, um, major surgery. I was going through some change in my body with my legs, not really knowing, and it's been going off about, it's been going off about, uh, I would say from about 2013 to about, about 2020. Okay. When I realized what was going on. Um, and it progressively gotten worse with my leg, and I, it just wasn't cooperating or doing what I want to do. It became hard to walk. Mm. Um, there was a lot of pain. Um, I just noticed it was, just, it was just kept changing, but we could figure it out what it was. Yeah. So in 2020 during the pandemic, and that's just why I'm, another reason why I'm spiritual because I think God works for you when he, when he knows it's time to work for you when you pray about things. Um, I finally got a casket and we realized what was going on mm -hmm. on my neck where there was five discs 
that was pressing on my spinal cord, which was in jeopardy of snapping. Oh. Which you know would have left me paralyzed. Right. Um, so they went in and on August 28th of 2020, um, which was the perfect time during the pandemic, we were already in the house, wasn't nobody doing nothing. Perfect time to go ahead and get your surgery done. <laughs> so I was like, okay, perfect. Yeah. And they removed the disc and I have five screws on my neck. So it's a two year recovery process. So it's getting, I'm better. Um, and it's getting better. I don't know if I'm going to get back to 100%. I'm able to walk and maybe put on heels and stuff again, high heels and stuff again. But I don't need to. I'm old now anyway. So good, you know. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I um, dealt with that, those health issues. Yeah. And stuff like that. And you still um, won your pageant and you still uh, perform at the dinner theater. Where yes. do you find the courage? to say, you know, I see these obstacles and I see these challenges and I feel them, but I'm gonna continue to move forward. How, where do you find that kind of courage? Um, I just, it, it's just something that's it's in me. I just, as long as I can still do it, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And I think that's just what it is to tell, you know, I may can't maybe do everything that I used to do and dance and do all that kind of stuff. But what I can do is still effective. And what I can do is still very entertaining. They still give me a steady ovation when I'm done, you know. So I feel that there is a talent that God has given me to be able to still perform. And I guess within any capacity that I can entertain in, he allows me to do it. I still I surprise myself sometimes. Like, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I mean absolutely. When you have when you have those kinds of um those kind of scenarios and situations, you know, I can I can definitely understand. For someone who is watching you right now, completely just in awe of your strength, you know, your accomplishments, and maybe um maybe still in need of some kind of encouragement or they're facing something that they don't know if they can get over. What what um, advice would you have for somebody who just needs to make it? I this is this is this is what I've lived by. I this is one scripture brother that he won't put more on you than you can bear. So I feel like if it come my way, I could beat it. Mm. I just got to figure out how to beat it. Mm. And I've always been like that. I, I, I push past it. I know I can get past it. Some kind of way, some kind of way I got to get past this. Yeah. And that's just how I, I live when struggles come, come my way. Okay, well, we got to find some kind of scenario. Yeah. And, yeah. It went, and, and when it gets to a point to where I don't know. I just I pray about God. Okay, now you gonna have to show me because I didn't try it and I don't know which way to go. So you got to give me some kind of sign or work something out. Yeah, for it to happen. What's next for Nikki Diamond Simone? What's next? Um, enjoying life. Mm. Um, trying to make as much money as I possibly can. Ready to buy. <laughs> ready to buy a home. When it becomes back to a buyer's market, um, 
that's really uh what's next for me um and to continue to try to you know get better with my health and um my mobility and everything like that so yeah that's really what i'm was focusing on um you know i won the pageant that I, I came out of retirement to do one more that was the one more and gratefully that i was able to win and bow out gracefully i've enjoyed competing for the years i did but it's not where my heart is anymore mm. um i enjoy going to i enjoy watching i enjoy helping people mm. that part of pantry i don't enjoy having to actually do it <laughs> no more. so and people you know they say oh you should you should give up we say, it's not i'm giving up i've done i've had all right it's been it was nice it was fun <laughs> when yeah it was, when i was doing it now i'm just not I don't have yes. to do it. Yeah, you're going into a new season. Yes, I enjoy seeing other people accomplish it, you know. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Nikki, thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, for coming on the show. And, you're so um, welcome. Yes, and uh, good luck tonight at your show. What time your thank show you. Uh Show doors open at 7. So doors shows, open at 7. Yeah, shows to probably start around about 8 o'clock. About 8 o'clock. So if you're in the Atlanta area, she works at, what's the name of it again, Nikki Lips? Lips Atlanta. She works at Lips Atlanta. So if you're in the Atlanta area, make sure you stop by and see Nikki. Nikki, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> that was Nikki Diamond Simone. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Nikki. Wow. 25 years of entertaining. And even now, with health challenges and all of that, she had one more and she won. If you're going through something and you're feeling like you just can't move forward, take some courage, take some strength, um, take some, some of all of that from Nikki. Nikki's story. If you're facing a mountain, you can conquer it. You can move it. You can get around it. Just have faith. So if you're in the Atlanta area, stop by Lips and see Nikki Diamond Simone performing. And remember, you are the best you in the world. We will see you next time here on The Phillips Show. Don't wait